Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Today's question was sent by William. He writes, Thank you for all the help you have helped uh, so many organists. Uh, my question is about articulation of Bach. When I went to school, I was taught to play everything legato. I am now reworking the first organ works I studied, like uh, eight little preludes and fugues by Bach. Or are all notes legato? Uh, I have found I can make them much more exciting. But what about Orgelbüchlein? Are the themes played strictly legato or articulated? I play in cathedral with six seconds of reverberation. Uh, same with choral preludes of Buxtehude. Are they ever played legato? Like uh, Our Father in Heaven. That is uh, in German Vater Unser in Himmelreich. Uh, the third movement uh, in D minor melody is beautiful. But is it played legato? Thank you, William Herring. So this is a very uh, important question for organists, right? Well, yes, it's a very important question. And, uh, you know, to make the long story short, <laughs> it was a period, a long, quite a long period when all Bach music was played legato. But then, you know, there was a movement, I believe, one of the starters was, you know, Ludger Lohmann, who defended his dissertation about, you know, Baroque articulation. And basically, you know, we need to thank people like, like Ludger Lohmann, like Harald Vogel, who recreated the original performance practice of Baroque music. And all the music by J.S. Bach, Dietrich Buxtehude must be played in articulate style. So basically, almost non-legato must be used in Bach or Buxtehude or their contemporary music. Because that's what, you know, historical instruments tell us. That's right, Osha. And sometimes there is a confusion even in historical sources. Like... Uh, um, you know, remember this uh, title page of uh, Bach's two-part inventions uh, and three-part symphonias. He writes that they should be played in cantabile style. So in the middle of 20th century, when people were issuing uh, modern editions of uh, these beautiful little gems, they thought they should be performed legato, cantabile style, singing style. Uh, but uh, if taking uh, into account how other instruments were articulating at this uh, at the same time in baroque period like violin or wind instruments uh, they all articulated with small spaces between each note unless composer indicated otherwise with slurs uh, so doesn't osha um, seem to you that articulation in keyboard uh, instruments is similar to those melodic instruments. Sure, it, it must be, you know, the same. Mm -hmm. Because that's what style requires. And I also remember when I was a student at the Academy of Music, I had to go to to Shule, the city in, nor well, northwestern part of Lithuania. We have, have each year sort of big uh, secret music festival and that year 
I had to go and you know to be assistant to one professor who came from Germany. This was an elderly man, Professor Konrad Foppel, and he was you know complaining to me that you know now the all Germany nowadays is full of of you know young organists and and in his meaning those young organists at that time were almost like I don't know 40 50 years old you know Ludger Lohmann among them I believe and he was telling me and we call we play Bach and articulate his music and we call it Bach style and he was just outraged mm-hmm. Uh, well, and I understand him because, you know, he was actually a student of legendary organist Karl Straube. Oh, yeah. Yes, and at that time Straube in Germany and Marcel Dupré in France were really the most famous organists, I believe, in the world at that time. And, you know, Straube taught him to play Bach legato. And there were only some particular, uh, you know, uh, place where you articulate, like maybe at the end of phrase or at the end of a period, and that's it. But it was a romantic tradition to play Bach like this. But you know, if, if you don't believe us, that Bach need to be played, you know, articulated. Come, you know, to Europe or then go to America to places that have, you know, historical Baroque instrument and try to play legato on those instruments and you will see that it's basically impossible. Impossible what? To play play legato, Mm -hmm. yes. Why? Well, that's the nature of those instruments. What makes uh, it so difficult to play legato, let's say, with pedals? Pedals are almost impossible to play legato. That's true, because the, the, the keys are much, 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 much shorter comparing to, like, romantic or, you know, modern instruments. And I don't know, you probably would break your leg if you would try to play legato. It's just physically impossible. Plus, we have played a number of historical organs where your foot doesn't fit on the uh, pedal board. Your heel uh, cannot play the pedals at all. Sure, You yes. have to play with toes, yes. right? Yes. A number of them. Yes, and how would you play legato, you know, pedal parts, let's say, of the silk by G.S. Bach, you know, and, and play legato only with your toes? That's impossible. Unless you slide them in, like, Lissando fashion, but it's it's also not not the case historically. Remember that um, many organists back in the day practiced on clavichord. And with clavichord you have to uh, have uh, a decent touch and uh, it only sounds well when you play with toes. Yes. Not with heels. Although I've heard some modern organists try to uh, master Roipke uh, Sonata, a romantic piece, a very famous masterwork in legato fashion on the clavichord. It's just for fun, of course. So it's possible, but uh, in a concert situation, doesn't sound well. So, yes, I think that appropriate music must be played in appropriate style. So, in Baroque music, we use almost n- no legato. 
and in romantic music we play almost everything like that. Except there Except, are exceptions. Yes. There right? are exceptions. Like uh, repeated notes, like um, um, other instances where composer has indicated ending of the slurs, ending end of the phrases you have to breathe. And the breathing and the articulation then is very precise, then you have to shorten it by a certain rhythmical value. Yes. And for example, in Baroque music, you can play legato some motifs, for example, so called famous time motif, where you know, play legato two notes mm-hmm. and please sort of, you know, prolong the first note. But you know, Usha, it all is relative, depending on the acoustics, right? Sometimes, uh, like William says, he has uh, six uh, seconds of reverberation. So, you know, the, the larger acoustic you have, the more articulate you should. You even, even if you uh, want to achieve legato, then you have to perceive that your listeners should uh, hear legato, not you, right? Like downstairs in the pews, it should, should sound those uh, a few notes legato. Then you probably still need to articulate Sure. upstairs in yes. the balcony. And another thing that I wanted to tell you about Baroque music, when you have to play or at least use some legato, when you are play, playing chromatic pieces. Sometimes when you have, you know, to, 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 to play the legato. And there is so-called toccata elevazione style, mm-hmm. Italian style. Dissonances and suspensions, yes. right? Yes, so in those places and pieces like that you also have to play some legato. Or in Baroque compositions which remind you of those uh, styles. Um, sometimes... Um, uh, episodes with dissonances, dissonant chords and suspensions, they need to play be they, they need to be played legato then. Yes. And remember when you practice miracles happen. <laughs> <laughs>